Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. We are in week 10, double digits, and we are the three swaggateers, as David would call us, Tenacious D. Uh, David, Avi, what's up, brother? Hey, man, what's going on? I didn't come up with that nickname, but I like it. Okay, all right, you don't want to take credit. I'll, I'll take credit for it. Yeah, so, yeah. so just so everybody knows, David calls himself the Swag Lord or the Swag King or whatever the hell he calls himself. So we have a chat going that we call ourselves the Swagateers in our group chat. So there's three of us, and we're here to help you make some money in Week 10. Um, it's a short slate, not many games, you know, compared to a normal slate. There's bye weeks, a bunch of stuff going on. Not too many games that we really like, so we're going to make this nice and quick, and hopefully you guys make some money with us. Um, let's get right into it. The first game is a game that, you know, I got targeted for some offense. Cardinals versus Buccaneers. Two weaker defenses. Two quarterbacks that, you know, move at an up pace. I like the Tampa Bay side a little bit more than Arizona, but Kyler Murray and his running capabilities are definitely in play, maybe with some Christian Kirk. Um, on the back side of things, get Evans or Godwin right, because one of them will go off again this week. And Paramount Winston is pretty easy. Um Javi, what do you think about this Tampa Bay side? Um, which wide receiver? Any love for these tight ends? Cameron Brait burned me bad last week. Um, I had him in a couple of lineups that were doing really well, and he posted a goose egg zero. Um, so talk about these tight ends and wide receivers. Who do you like from this Tampa Bay side? Yeah, so I think this is finally a Godwin week. Uh, you know, I talked about it last week that it's, it's one or the other usually. It's never both of them, but... Again, I went Godwin last week, and it, it didn't work out. That's what burned me more than Cameron Braid's zero. But um, Patrick Peterson is is back. He's supposed to be shadowing Mike Evans. So this should be the week for, for Godwin. But like I said last week on our Win Daily podcast, uh, I think uh, you need to do two lineups. You need to do one with Godwin with the same people you pick, and you need to do one with Evans with the same people you pick. You need, you need to hedge it. So I think, yeah. especially in bigger tournaments. So that's that's what I'm targeting for the most part. And I actually am going to give uh, throw a dart at OJ Howard for five thousand. I think uh, he could do. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I hate it actually. But um, <laughs> he's playing against Arizona, who can't defend the tight end. Uh, yeah, they've been a little bit better, and they shut down people like Tyler Eifert. But I think this is the week for uh, for OJ Howard. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but again, I'm just throwing a dart, so I'm not going to be in my main lineups, but uh, what do you think, DJ? Yeah, I totally agree on uh, Godwin over Evans. Well, I've been on Godwin over Evans the past couple weeks. It hadn't worked out, but you've got Patrick Peterson on Evans. It has to be a Godwin week, unless Winston throws like five interceptions and the offense can't stay on the field. It has to be, it has to be Chris Godwin. Um, as far as the tight ends go, I'm not on OJ Howard. Um, I know he's like you said, he's not your top guy or anything. I would between the two tight ends, I'd probably still go Cameron Brait, but I don't really have any interest in, in the tight ends here. I think it's gonna be Godwin with Winston. Um, or you can go back on the other side. I like Kyler a lot too. This is the highest scoring predicted game by Vegas with a fifty-two over under. The Bucks are only favored four and a half. Cardinals have been hanging in these games lately. They've got DJ back, they've got um Kenyon Drake over there. Um, so I like Kyler's scramble ability. You could pair him up with like a uh, <clears throat> not so much Larry Fitz. I like Christian Kirk because he's the deep threat, um, and you can get behind this Tampa Bay secondary. As far as David Johnson goes, I, I, I've got scars from when he sat out of nowhere last time, and Edmonds just came out and, and won all the money. Do y'all have any takes on DJ and Drake and how that backfield's going to work? For me, 
you know, I got to look at more reports here. If I had to lean, I would leave David, lean David Johnson, but it looks like muddy water for me. It, it's a, there's two big question marks for me. Like you obviously would like to have David Johnson if it was just him or Kenny and Drake. That's a tough choice right there. And the other tough choice for me still is like, you know, you got Peterson covering Evans. You got Godwin who looks like he should be open. And then you got a Cardinals, you know, team who can't cover the tight end. I wish, I wish, I wish I knew what was going to happen with Howard and Bray. Like, who's going to be on the field? Who's going to get targeted? Because that's the, the, the way to attack Arizona's with the tight end. If it was any other team on this slate, even if it was Jonu Smith going against these Cardinals, you'd, you'd be, you know, he'd be like 20% owned, 25% owned. Any other tight end would be in a smash spot here versus the Cardinals. But for the fact that Howard has been burning people all year and Bray's been, you know, on and off, you know, he didn't do much last game by himself. It's a really tough situation, but it's scary to look at it because, you know, we're just talking about Evans for Godwin. What if it ends up being a tight end week and one of these bums, Howard or Break, go off because, you know, the Cardinals can't cover a tight end. So I want to look more into it, see if we can get any kind of reports on snap counts. If we get a snap count that leans heavily towards one of these guys, I'll definitely have some shares. Um, the running backs. Again, it looks like they're going to get Drake into the mix. So it looks like a 50-50. And I don't think Drake is as explosive as Edmonds was. So it's a tough call. Mm -hmm. I'm probably fading both, but I'll have some GPP shares. Um, Javi, you got something to say there? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tampa Bay, they're actually the top run defense in the league. So I... I know Kyler likes to dump off to the running back, but I, I'm off the running backs totally. The, the, the one running back I am on is Ronald Jones. Uh, Bruce Arians came out and said that he is um, he's a starter. Um, it, it only took him nine weeks to do that. And uh, Arizona is not very strong against the run. So I, I do like Ronald Jones this week, actually. But again, you can't really trust the Tampa Bay running backs. I'm just on the, the stacks with Jameis with, Godwin or Evans, and then Tyler with Kirk. I'm off Fitz. He's burned me too much in the last, like, five or six weeks. So yeah. that's 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 the one thing I wanted to add. I think that's a very good point. The Tampa Bay defense has kind of slept on. I think there might even some reason to play them as a defense. Um, if they can stifle the Cardinals and Murray, it makes some sense on a, as a low-owned, cheap defense. Uh, now you have the Chiefs coming back with Patrick Mahomes. He looks healthy or healthy enough to start. Um, Tennessee Titans defenses you know they're playing at home they're pretty good Mahomes' first game back he'll probably be lower owned than he will in the next couple weeks he's got pretty much all his weapons back um the running back situation looks too muddy for me as far as kansas city goes derrick henry had a nice game last week we had him um on our cheat sheets i had him in most of my lineups so he did well um after a slow start i think tyreek hill is always in play kelsey you know, he's coming in as highly owned, it looks like, this week because there's not too many good tight ends and good spots. It makes sense. He hasn't had that big game, and I'm not going to pay up for tight end the way it's looking like right now, uh, especially on DraftKings. I'll, I'll, I'm going to use that spot as a, a spot to, you know, get some discount, and I'll build a nicer lineup with my running backs and wide receivers. I, I can't say not to play Patrick Mahomes. He's probably the best quarterback in the league when he's healthy, so he's always in play. If you're going to pair them up, I think you, you go expensive and you go with Tyreek Hill. Um, Dave, what do you got for us on the Chiefs side? Yeah, I'm not going to be on Mahomes quite yet. Just, you know, when he, he had, I know he's healthier now, but he's probably not 100%. His mobility 
is just not back to where it was in his MVP season yet. I want to see it first before I go back and play him. But yes, he's going to be slinging it, especially to Tyreek Hill. I mean, he can. I mean, you know, he's just he's so elite. He's so quick. He can get by behind any defense. And I do respect Tennessee's defense some, but I respect Tyreek Hill more. Um, as far as Kelsey goes, you know, we're just we're. I, I don't see a uh, a slate breaking. Um, you know, afternoon out of him. I don't see him getting twenty points, and that's you know, for sixty seven hundred at the tight end, I would want something close to that. I think I'm off him. I think it might be a lower scoring game than you're used to seeing with the Chiefs. Um, and I'm definitely not on any of the Chiefs running backs. Uh, like you said, it's just too muddy. I was huge on Derrick Henry last week. I liked him a lot because he was going against Carolina. And a lot more people will be on him this week because of the game he had. And I want to fade him, but I don't think I can because he has another great matchup against the Chiefs. He only ran it 13 times last week. And that's the lowest that he has run it all season. And he got two touchdowns, 23.4 Fanduel points. I think he gets more around 20 carries here to try and keep Mahomes off the field and drive the Titans down the field so I can get back on Henry. And uh, aside from that, uh, that's about all, I, all the love I've got for the Titans. One quick question here, uh, and I'll ask Avi. I won't even bother you, David. But do you see Henry not used as much if Tennessee is playing from behind in this game? If the Chiefs you know, start the game up 14-0, they go into the second half up 21-7. Do you think they lighten the load from Henry because they're going to be passing the ball, playing from, playing from behind? Uh, I think so. Um, you know, they, they don't really utilize Derrick Henry to his full potential. So, I mean, even when they're winning, I feel like they don't pound the ball in there and they should. So I, I, I don't know. I, I have a tough time trusting Derrick Henry, especially on, on DraftKings because right. PPR matters more, uh, more, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling Derrick Henry this week. I know you guys liked him last week and I didn't like him and I was wrong. But uh, I'm, I'm feeling more Ryan Tannehill to Jonu Smith. I, I'm calling another Jonu Smith week. I know uh, that's my boy, not last week, uh, but the week before. Uh, I think Casey, they do rank uh, bottom five against the tight end also, so they're not that good. Um, as for Mahomes, is I just want to give it a week to see how his kneecap is. I, I mean, I, I think Kelsey, he's had a down year for the most part. Um, I was reading something that inside the 10, he's – 0 for 9 in his targets. I think he can get a touchdown this week. Uh, Tennessee, their pass defense is actually hurting a little bit. I think Malcolm Butler's out for the year too. So I, I don't know. I, I'm more off the KC side. I do like Kelsey a little bit more. I'm kind of the opposite against you guys. And um, as for Henry, I think they just they don't pound the ball with him as much. I'm kind of off him this week, but that's that's just my thoughts. So I'm kind of against you guys on this one this week for the most part. Well, I can get on a Jonu Smith. Delaney Walker's out. Corey Davis is out. A.J. Brown now. Like, look, I think I agree with Avi on this one in regards to off of Henry onto the passing game with Jonu. I'm not going to play Tannehill, but Jonu makes makes a lot of sense to me um, at 5.1 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's cheap as well. And we might have to take a shot at one of these wide receivers. They're all pretty much minimum salary with Delaney out and Corey Davis out. This dude, A.J. Brown or Adam Humphreys or maybe even Tajay Sharp, one of these guys is going to have to score. You know, they're going to have to find a way in the end. So I don't see Derrick Henry scoring two, three touchdowns. So one of them's got to be through the air or maybe two got to be through the air because going to be playing from behind. Kansas City defense is suspect, you know, to some extent. They're getting a little bit better. But 
I think Jonu Smith is a very safe tight end play. I'd rather play him over Kelsey and get the discount. And I think one of these wide receivers will have a good game. You know, maybe seven receptions, 80 to 100 yards with a touchdown. I can see A.J. Brown doing that. You know, maybe a guy like Tajay Sharp, who's basically for free, uh, maybe he gets you four receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown as well, which can boost your lineup and a good saving spot, I think, that will go slightly on their own. Um, and there's injuries there as well. So I like that. Kind of shocked when I saw this line. Um, I don't bet too much straight up on games. I play more DFS and more props. But the Bills going into Cleveland as underdogs, you know, I have no faith in this Cleveland, Cleveland team in general. They have too much shit going on, uh, a lot of controversy around quarterback, coaching, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't really like it from a DFS perspective, though. I don't really – there's two good defenses here. Do you guys want to talk about it? I think it's more of a betting play, you know, get on the bills, take the points, or take the money line. Um, I think they win this game. But do you guys see any offense coming out of this game? Yeah, uh, my, my only play is, is Devin Singletary. I think they're going to start giving them the ball more. Uh, you know, Cleveland does struggles on defense, and I think Singletary's still too cheap. He's he's sixty seven hundred on Vandal. He's going to be my only target really from this game. I'm I'm off it for the most part. I I know early in the week is supposed to be freezing, so there's going to be mainly a running game. I think the weather got a little bit better. Um, I'd, I'd have to check out on that, but yeah, the only person I'm on is is Devin Singletary. Um, how about you, DJ? DJ, let me ask you one question too. Are the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl still or no? I never thought they were going to win the Super Bowl, Jay. It's a hedge, it's a hedge bet. And, hey, man, I told you they were going to start. No, they've done well, man. They've done well, man. It's a good call. So, David basically bet uh, the Bills to win the Super Bowl. And what he plans to do – actually, you tell him, Dave. What do you, tell us what you're planning to do. It's a smart yeah. play. I'm just busting your balls. I know, man. I know. I, I forget what I got. It was like plus 30,000 uh, 30, or something. I don't know what the line was. It was a bet. It was a good line to take against the Super Bowl. Um what I just wanted to do, they had an easy schedule, so once they get towards the playoffs, and I'm just going to hedge it out and take the money line against the team that they're playing, and I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to win. So, easy schedule, easy bet. It's just, a, it's, it takes a long time for those to come into fruition, but I think I, I got a good play there. And hey, if Tom, if Tom Brady gets hurt, maybe they will win the Super Bowl. That's that's what you need, you know. That's what you need, or at least get them to the Super Bowl with a Brady injury. The AFC is not so strong. Potentially, their defense can hold up. I'm not against it. Do we have anybody from this game, or do you want to skip this game, or do you want to talk about Josh Allen because Will Fuller's not on the slate? I know, man. Josh Allen, he's, <laughs> he's so steady. He's so steady, but he's not, He's not. you know, exploding. So I, I'm not going to go back to Allen anymore. I'm, I'm starting to get off him a little bit more, but I do love the kid. Uh, definitely not playing Baker. I do like the Singletary call. He's getting a full workload. Nick Chubb isn't bad. People, I, I'm so not worried about Kareem Hunt. Um, Chubb's still the guy here. Uh, that's why they drafted him. He's going to get the majority of the carries. He's one of the fastest guys in the NFL. He might be the fastest running back, um, but he's not going to be on my main teams. He's just the guy I'm touching on. I do like Odell Beckham Jr. this week. He's too cheap. Oh, no. yeah, he, yeah, you didn't read the article, Jay. Look, he's sixty nine hundred bucks. Like he's under seven thousand. It's OBJ. He's the skill sets there. You're, you know, if you are faint of heart or don't want to take any risks, don't play him. But he hasn't got a touchdown in six weeks. I mean, he's not going to go the entire season with just one touchdown. 
Baker can hopefully get it together on a few throws and get Beckham down the field. I'm going to have him on a few teams. I wrote him up as one of the top uh, mid-wide receivers this week. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with I don't know what's grosser, the, Odell Call, or are you telling me that the fastest running back in the league has a last name of Chubb? It just doesn't make any sense to me, bro. <laughs> he, but, he Fastest. Man, I think he was one of the fastest guys in the country at one point in college. He was a sprinter. Um, but yeah, um, but Odell Beckham Jr., um, he, he, I, I like him. So we'll see what happens. All right. Listen, man, the dude, I, I'm always against Odell for the most part, except for that first couple of seasons when he had his head in the game. But at any time, he can make everybody look right. And he just breaks somebody's ankles, and he runs an 80-yard touchdown, and everybody, th- you know, everyone says, "Oh, I told you to play Odell," but before that, he was caught like two passes, and nothing happened. But I don't see it. I'm not against it for GPPs. He'll be low owned, and he has the upside. He's got a high ceiling. But um, Baltimore, Cincinnati, a game that I'm going to try to get a lot from. I think there's some great plays here, mainly on the Baltimore side. I'm not going to discredit anybody in this game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you saw what he did to the Patriots. Cincinnati sucks. Mark Ingram, um, you saw what he did to the Patriots, and Cincinnati sucks again. And game script's going to be in his favor. Um, wide receivers, listen, Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown, I don't know. He did well the first couple weeks. After that, not so much. Mark Andrews, same kind of thing. They're running three tight ends, but Andrews makes sense. But I'd rather pay down and get that discount. I'm going to lean more towards you know Lamar Jackson potentially naked, Mark Ingram potentially by himself, and the Baltimore defense. Those are the three plays that I'm taking from this game. I think the Ravens' defense is back to what it was, um, you know, a couple years back. Not as good when Ray Lewis was there, but, you know, these additions they made to the secondary, they're coming around and they're showing up. Um, there's nobody in play for me on Cincinnati. Do you guys echo that, or do you guys want to go into detail on, on some plays here on Baltimore's side? Yeah, I mean, I, I echo it for the most part. I, I just don't know. I like to play the quarterback with either a wide receiver or a tight end. That's the only thing and only reason I might fade Lamar Jackson. I love the matchup. Cincinnati's terrible. I just don't know who to pair him up with. I don't know if I do, you know, Jackson with Marquise Brown or, the, or Jackson with Andrews. Um, I mean, it's it's mainly a running. Let me ask running... you this. Let me, mm-hmm. ask you, let me ask you this. How, how crazy would it be if you take Jackson with Ingram and just say, you know what, I'm, I'm basically getting all the touchdowns from the Baltimore side, hoping that Baltimore scores 35. You know, mm-hmm. Jackson throws three through the air, maybe one to Ingram, luckily. And then Ingram runs one or two in, and they get their 35 mm-hmm. points, and you get the offense right there. And he does sprinkle one touchdown to Andrews, one touchdown to Nick Boyle, and one touchdown to Willie Sneed somehow. And none of them have huge gains, but... Lamar Jackson has a huge game. Can that work, or is that more for a cash game, you think? I mean, again, I don't know. I, I like to, to also stack in cash games, too. Um, I mean, I, I don't play as much cash as GPP, but when I do, I, I still stack. Um, I, I like the Ingram call. Cincinnati's the worst against the run. Um, but I, I don't know what to do with this game, to be honest. I, I think I'm going to be off of it. I think Lamar Jackson's going to be super chalky, and – uh, I just don't know who to pair him up with. Um, what about you, DJ? Yeah, here's here's the problem with this game. I wrote up Lamar as having the highest potential of any quarterback, of course, because you're going against the Bengals. They do have a short week. Um, Lamar is sick right now, but I don't think any of that matters. He can, he can do it every once on this Bengals team. The issue I'm having with it 
is that the Bengals are starting Ryan Finley, who's going to probably turn the ball over a couple times. I mean, uh, he's not a great quarterback. He's not as good as Andy Dalton, but they have to make a switch. I don't think so anyway. I don't, I don't think he's going to come out and roast the Ravens' defense. So the problem would come if the Ravens' defense is going off and maybe gets a pick six or a fumble recovery for six, and that's just going to limit what Lamar's receivers are going to need to do, and they'll focus more on that run game. So if they get up you know, 14, 20 points early in this game, Lamar's not going to have to do a lot, and they might lean on Ingram a little bit more or even give it to Gus Edwards. Um, it's a hard game to predict against the bad defense. My favorite play is going to be Lamar and the Ravens' defense, and I'm not really interested in any of the receivers on, on any side. I agree, I agree. So now we got the Battle of New York or Battle of New Jersey, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, this game doesn't happen too often, but when it does, it's kind of cool. They're playing for nothing else this season and maybe some bragging rights at this point. So both these defenses aren't good. Um, both the offenses aren't good. But there's some people on these offenses that can have huge games, especially with injuries on the Giants' side. I can see a, a monster game coming out of Barkley here. Um, he wants to represent for, you know, New York, New Jersey, whatever. He has some pride. He's a baller. Um, I think if you can find a way to pair him with McCaffrey, that is the ideal spot to go in and cash. Uh, Barkley's price came down a little bit. McCaffrey's price went up a little bit. But Barkley's going to have a monster game here. I don't see any way he doesn't. Um, Evan Ingram's out. Um, Sterling Shepard's out. So you have Golden Tate and you have Darius Slayton, who's been coming on the last couple of weeks that make a lot of sense. On the backside of things, Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson. Um, I would feel safer there. Maybe Ryan Griffin um, and running backs, Le'Veon. I don't know this guy, man. Everybody keeps playing him. He keeps on end up being chalk, especially on DraftKings. And he never has a terrible game. He doesn't kill you. Um, but he hasn't done well either. You know, he's, you know, 15 to 20, sometimes under 10. Um, so it's a it's a tough situation with Le'Veon. But I think you go, or at least I go, with either Robbie Anderson, Jameson Crowder from the Jets side. If you want to get really daring, take a shot at Dono. Um, but on the Giants side, it's Barkley, Tate, um, and Slayton. Um, David, what do you think about this game? Like Saquad Barkley, he's going to get fed here. They're down a couple receivers. They should lean on him more. He should get more involved in the pass game. And I love Golden Tate going against the 26th worth uh, pass defense with the New York Jets. I mean, he should get targeted like 10 times here. He's going to be – he almost got in the end zone versus the Cowboys. That was an amazing catch. Uh, he's the number one, and it's it's really not close. Slayton – uh, kind of a boomer bust guy for me. Don't love him, but I could see him getting it done if their defense focuses more on Tate, which they will. And then uh, as far as Lev Bell goes, he's questionable. I think he plays, um, but that's an interesting one to keep an eye on because then there, someone else is going to have to get the touches back there against the Giants. But I do like Ryan Griffin. Um, he, he's, uh, I mean, he's been popping up a lot. He's got three touchdowns the past four games. Last week versus Miami, he got one overturned but still got six receptions for 50 yards. If that touchdown doesn't get overturned, he's putting up, you know, another 15-point uh, fantasy day. Uh, Donald's looking for him, and uh, he's, this, he's, he's the go-to guy here for uh, the Jets' tight end, so I do like Ryan Griffin. Yeah, I like that call, and with these tight ends, I'm definitely paying down. So, like, we mentioned Jonu Smith. Ryan Griffin's another one. I also think we'll talk about Jack Doyle and Greg Olson. I think they're in spots where you can target them as well. 
it's a pay down spot at tight end, and Ryan Griffin call makes a lot of sense. Um, anything you want to add, Avi, on, on this on this game? Yeah. Anybody that you're really high on, or are you fading some people here? No, so I like I actually like Rhett Ellison this yeah. week uh, with Ingram out. So Ellison, he is a doof of a man, as they've called him before, but uh, he saw seven targets when Ingram was out um, in week five or six. And Daniel Jones loves to throw the tight end. So I don't hate the Ellison call. I actually like Ellison better than Griffin, especially if Hurden's playing. So I know Hurden. He's super, last... super cheap on DraftKings. He's 2.5 mm-hmm. on DraftKings. So that's like, yeah, that's as cheap yeah, as a punt. player can get. So mm-hmm. yeah, pun away. And he's 5K. He's 5K on FanDuel. So, uh, I mean, I like, I like Red Ellison this weekend. If, if you saw the game last week, Mike Gusecki, who no, probably half, the industry doesn't even know uh, who he is. The tight end for the Dolphins, he went off. Uh, and he hasn't gone off this week at all against the Jets last week. So I think uh, Red Ellison has the potential to do it. I, I like Saquon a lot, to, to echo what you guys said. But I do like also Jameson Crowder this game. Um, Darnold, since he's been back, targets him about 8 to 10 times a game. I think, uh, um, especially on DraftKings, more than FanDuel, where it's a full PPR, I think you target uh, Darnold and Jameson Crowder. You know, in my article, I said this is a sneaky game of the week, and I think uh, it's going to be sneaky from the wide receiver side. I love Golden Tate. I love Slain, too, because he's cheap. Um, so I think you just mix and match both of these, and I don't hate going the QBs as well. Both teams are bad. So uh, I no, say it, makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense, and they can't protect um, Darnold. So basically what happens, he's dumping a lot of balls off, and Crowder comes out of the slot, and he catches all those balls. So on DraftKings... He makes a lot of sense, and you now we'll recap all these tight ends because I want to get your guys' take on where Griffin sits with Ellison and Joe New and, and the rest of the guys for value. But um, we got Atlanta, who can't win, going against the Saints, who just find ways to win every single week for the most part. Drew Brees is back. He's probably your, you know, one of your safer cash game plays with tournament upside. I think Michael Thomas will probably end up being the highest owned wide receiver. He's pretty much guaranteed. The dude is averaging over a hundred yards a game receiving, which doesn't happen too often, you know, from what I from what I remember. He's coming off a big game. He's got in his last four games, eleven targets, eleven, twelve, thirteen targets. He's averaging like a hundred yards a game, over ten targets a game, and he's just not finding the end zone as much as I would like. As soon as he starts finding the end zone, you're gonna see like a forty point game come out of him. Um, and it could be this week versus the Falcons because they can't cover anybody. Um, question to you, David, you're from Atlanta. Can the Falcons stay in this game for Breeze and Thomas and everybody else to pay off? Can Julio have a game? Can Calvin Ridley, you know, pay off his cheap price tag, which I think he can. And, you know, give us the Atlanta side of this. What's going to happen? What's the final score in this game? Oh my God. Final score. Uh, let me think about <laughs> that. Uh, so the, the thing with Atlanta is uh, the, the worst defense, I mean, that we've had uh, ever since I can remember. But our offense is still good. I mean, we still have the pieces. We've got Ryan back, Freeman, Julio, Ridley, Hooper. I mean, that's a good offense. So can they put points on the board? You would think so. But the past few games, like, we're losing them, like, uh, like scoring three and ten points. So it's a tough call. However, Atlanta's coming off a of bye. We got to plan a little bit more, but so is so are the Saints. So, you know, I, I we probably get crushed here. The Saints probably roll us. Uh, what are the Falcons got, planning for at this point? Next year, draft picks, or they want to win this game and show up? Uh, Dan Quinn wants to win this game. 
um, for a job. But uh, Falcons, I mean, Julio's going to be ready every week. So is Matt Ryan. Uh, I can I can see some of the other uh, you know newer guys just you know trying to get the season over with though we do look like we've given up but coming off a of bye week maybe it's changed playing the rival in the Saints in New Orleans in a dome maybe it's changed maybe we get lucky with two or three touchdowns however Thomas yes he should be the highest owned wide receiver for the Saints his lowest fantasy outing this year is thirteen point nine Fanduel points he's not going to kill you if he gets in the end zone he's going to win you a lot of money. A lot of people are going to have him, though. Kamara's a little banged up. He's going to be splitting time with Lat. Um, I think it, it drew Breeze's back. Uh, Thomas has been putting up those numbers without Breeze. It should be Michael Thomas all day. Um, yeah, that's the safest about, combo, yeah. I think, is Breeze to Thomas. You know, the safest combo of the slate, I think, is Breeze to Thomas. You know where he's throwing the ball. If you want to get a stack, and you just have one lineup to make, and yeah. you want to stack one guy, it's Breeze to Thomas. Give me your two favorite plays on the Falcons. If you had to pick just two guys and tell me what you think about, does Freeman get any kind of bump with your boy Edo Smith out? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, uh, the Saints rush defense is ranked second in the league against fantasy running back. So I'm, I'm not really there. Ridley's too cheap. I mean, Ridley gets in the end zone. He's only 5,300. I looked at that. Uh, he sh- this guy should be like 6,500. So he's too cheap. I'm not really on Hooper either. Um, I don't have any other plays except for except for possibly Ridley. And I'll tell you what, too, if I want to, you know, if, if Michael Thomas doesn't go off, that means some another one of the Saints receivers did. So if you don't have Michael Thomas, you might want to look around lower. And a punt wide receiver I'll give you would be Ted Ginn on like a Millie Maker team. Uh, he's he's cheap, fifty three hundred. Atlanta's terrible. If it's not Thomas, I think it would be Ginn. Okay. I think we covered that game enough. We're going to skip you, Avi, and we're going to let you talk about this next game, the Lions and Bears. I don't want David on because he's going to talk about Trubinsky here. So we're going to we're going to X him off this game. He, he, he hyped everybody up on Trubinsky last week. I ate a couple of shares, but the guy's terrible. And the guy who really, really burned me, I didn't have too much Trubinsky. It was Allen Robinson who just burned a lot of people last week. You know, what's been happening a lot from, from my perspective is the guy who has been burning everybody comes back the next week, low ownership, and goes off. Um, this is a good matchup for them. They're home. But do you feel safe playing any of these Bears this week, Avi? And what are you doing about Galladay, uh, Marvin Jones had a big week? Are you, are you targeting any of these Lions? So I'm, I'm fading everyone except one player in this game. It's David Montgomery. He's 6,400 on FanDuel. Uh, he had two touchdowns last week. The Lions cannot defend the the run. I think they surpassed the Bengals in, as the worst rush defense now. So um, I, I'm locked in on, on David Montgomery. Yeah, Trubisky can't. He moves the ball here and there. But he's terrible or whatever. But, um, you know, Matt Nagy did come out saying that he's, he's going to rely more on the running game. So I think this is a David Montgomery. Uh, even if they're trailing and they're going to find a way to give him the ball, either dumping him the ball or whatnot, um, so he's my only play. I don't like any of the receivers. I know the Bears' defense isn't what it used to be, but I'm I'm off this week. The Lions, which is the first time in a while. So uh, let me ask you my... one question though about Montgomery here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing very high projections of ownership on this guy. You yep. want a David Montgomery at thirty percent? I I think in cash games you have to do it because of the salary and GPPs. I don't I don't mind the fade just because you can't trust him. I mean he's ha- had only two good weeks this this season, but I mean if we're if we're gonna look for salary savers, especially at running back, 
he's going to be your top one because the Lions cannot defend the run. I do also like TJ Hawkinson a little bit. You know, Ertz finally went off and it was against the Bears defense. So at 5,300, you can, there's another salary saver at tight end. So that that's about sweet. it. Dave, yeah, I'll let about... you answer one question for me. Are any of these defenses playable? Can you play the Lions against Trubisky? The over-under is 41. I have no faith in the Bears' offense. Do you like either defense for cheap? Uh, I think defense is the hardest position this week. I did write the Lions on uh, as my fifth defense just because Trubisky's terrible. Um, so I could see you going there. I think getting weird with the defense wins it this week. So it, it, it's not my favorite, but I think you could do it, sure. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I kind of, when I was... You know, when I was making some lineups, um, I was thinking, you know, if I'm going to go cheap, the lines did make some sense. Um, a game that you can also play the defense in, um, Indianapolis playing at home versus the Dolphins, Fitzpatrick. Um, lost, he didn't have many weapons to start, and he's actually lost more weapons. Drake is out of there. Um, Preston Williams got hurt. He's down a wide receiver. He doesn't really have much protection. He throws the ball around. I think the Colts come in as one of the top defenses, one of the safest defenses. Um, Zach Pascoe is covering for T.Y. Hilton. Looks like Brissett is back here. Um, David, what do you think about Pascal? Can he get in there and talk about these tight ends? Jack Doyle looks like a pretty safe option, but our, we, we mentioned some other tight ends too. Um, how do you feel about this, this game lining up? Well, it looks like Brian Hoyer is going to be starting for the Colts, right? Jacoby Brissett looks pretty doubtful with an MCL. Uh, I, I would have liked Pascal better with Brissett, obviously, um, but his uh, his price is 6400 against the Dolphins. He's going to be the lead guy there with no T.Y. Hilton, no Paris Campbell. Yeah, you can still use Pascal. I liked Doyle a little bit better last week. I shouted him out on the podcast, and he, he's still going to be involved in this offense. He got a touchdown last week and didn't even eclipse 10 fantasy points. So you're going to need a touchdown and, you know, 60, 70 yards from this guy. It could happen. He's not one of my top tight ends this week. And the plays I like – oh, I like uh, Parker a lot too. You've got Preston Williams out. Devontae Parker is going to just get peppered by – by Fitzpatrick. I, he's one of my favorite uh, receivers this week. And then the defenses, I kind of like them both. Both teams' offenses should struggle here. We know Miami's bad. Colts are starting Hoyer. The Dolphins' defense is 3,300. It's a defense. Anything can happen. You can't really rely on them. If it can allow you to get, you know, Michael Thomas and, and Chris Godwin, I think you can do it. Um, but maybe you guys have a better, a clearer picture on defenses than me this week. But like I said, that's, that's where I'm kind of struggling. Yeah, I, I prefer just to pay up for the Ravens, to be honest. I mean, if you have the salary, just because Finley, we don't know what to expect. I, I think he's going to be terrible. I think they're going to score a few touchdowns. I think, you know, the Ravens defense will be chalked. I'm not really on the Colts defense this week. Fitzpatrick has actually been pretty good, to say the least, the last few weeks. So I'm off the Colts defense, and they struggle against the pass and Fitzpatrick's going to be passing the ball a lot this week. Um, just to echo what you said, Devontae Parker is my favorite receiver this week at 5,800. Um, and I do like Marlon Mack a lot. I know I do too. They'll, yeah. probably, they'll probably stack the box against him if, if Hoyer does play. Um, I, I was reading that Brissett is a game-time decision, so but he's probably more likely out. I would probably sit him out too. But I do like Mack to, to ground and pound against this Dolphins defense, which also is somewhat better. But um, – I don't trust Doyle or Ebron. Um, I mean, you can 
throw a dart at them, really. But I think uh, the main play is Devontae Parker and, and Marlon Mack. Real yeah. quick, I don't know if you guys remember last year when um, these two guys, uh, Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant, went off. Uh, these guys got speed. They've caught, remember when they caught like those two little screen passes? I think it was Albert Wilson. He had like a 100 or close to 200 yard game. Yeah. I don't see it happening this week, um, but maybe next week. Keep an eye on them for a very, very, very low owned, slate breaking. These guys got speed. They can break one, but I'm not going to be on them. I think the Colts defense makes some sense as well. Um, as far as the Panthers, Packers, you play McCaffrey every week. Um, his price is getting up to. You know, very, very high levels, 10-5 on FanDuel. Um, but you still got to play him, I think. You know, the Packers' defense um, is susceptible to the run, and he's the number one target. He's getting so many touches and targets a game. And I also like Greg Olson. I'm not really sure much else for this game. I know, David, you like Aaron Jones. So speak on the Packers' side. We don't really have to speak too much on McCaffrey. He's great at football. Um, get him into every lineup you possibly can. Um, I wouldn't fade him. Um, but talk about um, other plays in this game, Dave. Yeah, McCaffrey, obviously you want to get him in there. There there are a few uh, running backs, but just pivoting from McCaffrey, you're going to regret it immediately. I do love Aaron Jones this week. I was off him last week. I'm on him this week. You want to target the Carolina Panthers with running backs. Uh, they've given up a league high 14 rushing touchdowns. Uh, that's next worst to Seattle. They've given up uh, 12 I, I targeted him last week with Henry. The week before, Tevin Coleman went off with three touchdowns in a career game. I mean, Jones has two touchdown upside here. I wouldn't be shocked if he – I think he gets over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns. Um, yeah, and don't – like, just don't let him burning you last week. Get him off from this week. He's going to be in my main lineup. I love Aaron Jones. Avi, what do you think? Can you get behind Aaron Jones in somewhat of a timeshare? Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little less on him. I do agree that, you know, because they've allowed a lot of rushing touchdowns. I think Aaron Rodgers, I think he's pissed from last week losing to the Chargers. I think it's going to be more of an Aaron Rodgers game. I know Carolina's uh, a lot better against the pass than than they are against the run. Um, But, again, I like to stack it, and I don't know if I trust Devontae Adams yet. So I'm pretty much off this game for the most part, except for McCaffrey on my end. Yeah, I was kind of shocked last week. I'll be honest, man. They got smoked by the Chargers. Like, I, when I looked at the game score, I was like, what is going on here? Uh, I wasn't really expecting that at all. Um, now a game that I think will kind of be slept on a little bit, it being you know the last game of the slate, the hammer play. Um, we got Brandon Cooks out with And then we also have another tight end, which I, I think it's a tight end week. Um, the value is there. Gerald Everett, he's been sleepy, sleepy good all season long. And now you got one of the wide receivers out. I like Everett. I like Cooper Cup a bunch. I like Robert Woods. Um, the Steelers' defense is a lot better. They're playing at home. So I wouldn't go overboard with his offense. I wouldn't play Jared Goff. I wouldn't play the running backs. But I do like picking out either Woods, Coop, or Everett as, you know, a one-off in this game. On the backside of things, I think Juju is battling some injuries. If he's out, Deontay Johnson becomes a really strong play at pretty much minimum salary, I believe. Other than that, looks like it's uh, Samuel's week again. Yep. Um, you got pretty much everybody out. He's got his backup out, the guy in front of him out. So he's going to get a ton of touches. I don't know much about the guys behind him, but – 
he's probably going to be on the field, I would say, 95% of the time. So he's going to get super, super volume. So when, you know, Avi, when you were talking about Montgomery and other guys that, you know, that, that value range running back, I think Samuels is the safer play, you know, versus these Rams. Do you guys have another take on it? David, what do you think? I think if Juju's out, you have to lock in Samuels more so on DraftKings just because of the one-point PPR. Um, but I, do, I would still play him on FanDuel, too. There's a lot of running backs I like. My favorite tight end I wrote up this week, with price included, um, is going to be Gerald Everett, too. You're right. Pittsburgh is very good on defense. They just acquired Minka Fitzpatrick, who's going to be all over. Is I think he's going to be more so on Woods. I need to look into that a little bit more. But they're going to be able to limit up in Woods, I think. And that's going to open up more for Gerald Everett, just kind of, you know, check down across the middle. He's a red zone target for sure. He has had a breakout season. And with no cook, I, I, I think uh, he's probably going to be my guy on the on my main line here. And I, I don't really have interest in uh, the Rams running backs. Uh, it's too murky. And, um, I, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Have you got anything different? Uh, I, I'm, I think even though they brought up his price, I am, I'm all in on Jalen Samus. He's going to be a lot lower owned this week. Um, you know, he was bare minimum almost in every, both sides. He's 6,300 this week. He just, Jason Rudolph likes to dump to the running back and, and whenever the Steelers to. running back is, yeah. Yeah. Whenever the Steelers running back is out, the backup usually thrives. I think it's going to be another week for, for Jalen Samuels. Yeah. Trey Edmonds did look good. Who's the backup right now. Um, like, I, I don't hate the pivot from David Montgomery to him or even putting both of them together. It's risky, um, but I think I prefer Jalen Samuels over David Montgomery just because we don't know what to expect of the Bears offense. So that's that's my play. I, I love the Gerald Everett plays probably my top tight end this week with Cooks out. Um, and then I was trying to see who's covering Woods, but I, I couldn't find it. So I'm sure we'll, we'll find out more. But I think you're right uh, about – Woods going um, against Mika Fitzpatrick. So target cup a lot. Yeah, so we pretty much covered every game. Let's spend another five minutes real quick. Um, I want to get you guys' take on these tight ends now. So we there's a lot of tight ends. I, I don't know why it ends up being a tight end week for me, but I'm not paying up, and there's a lot of cheap guys. So let's just rate. You know, I want – Avi, you go first. I want you to rate these guys. Um, Jack Doyle, Gerald Everett, Greg Olson, Jonah, Jonu Smith, and anybody else you want to add in there. I know you were high on Brett Ellison as well. Um, OJ Howard is there. Ryan Griffin is there. There, is, There's never this many guys to pick from, for me, at least. <laughs> yeah, there's like especially... at least seven or eight guys that are a minimum salary that I think all can have, like, Really good weeks, and I kind of left off a couple of guys that you guys mentioned. But how are we gonna pick the right tight end here? Yeah, I, I'm just gonna go off matchup. Um, I know that's kind of saying a lot with OJ Howard because he's gonna be towards the bottom of my list because he's playing. I mean, he is playing Arizona, but I, I just you just gotta play the the injuries in the matchup. So with, with because of injuries um, and the matchup, I'm I'm on Gerald Everett first. I think a, a DJ agrees with that one. Uh, then I'm on John New Smith as my number two, actually, um, because of the Kansas City defense against the tight end also. And then I'm going to go probably Red Ellison three. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go Olsen four, Hawkinson five, Howard six, Doyle seven. Uh, I just Damn, I don't Doyle trust seven, I don't, huh? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't trust Doyle. Yeah. Uh, no, and I Ebron there. Tape is full. With, uh, yeah, but Ebron's there still. I know Ebron Dave, did nothing last it? week. Uh, Dave, how do you have it now? I probably got Everett one, Janu Smith two. After listening to you guys talk it out, I like Griffin three. I like Hawkinson four. Um, Ellison, I can get behind. Doyle, Olson, something like that. You got about your boy Ryan Griffin, bro? Yeah, I, I mentioned him third. Okay, I got. I kind of. I kind of ruled out. Ruled out Hawkinson. I don't even have him in there. I'm not saying he's a bad play by any means, but like, I don't know. I have him out. I think Everett is. That pit defense is good though, man. I think Doyle is probably your safest. You know, um, cash gameplay. I think I, I think I'm leaning. If I had a pick right now, I think Jonu Smith, um, with the wide receiving core down and the matchup versus KC, coming off a couple strong weeks as well. I think he's he's probably my favorite right now. Um, but I really like Everett too, with Cooks out. So it's a couple, you know, it's some tough decisions. We gotta see how things play out. And another guy we didn't mention either. If Juju's out, Lance McDonald definitely is in play as well. Um, so we have a couple other things to to take a look at. Um, let's go briefly, real quick, on running backs. It's it's McCaffrey and Barkley up top. Yep. Um, you guys have them one two, correct? Yep. Yeah. I have McCaffrey. McCaffrey one. Yeah. Even though McCaffrey's two grand more, I I still have McCaffrey one. Yeah. All right. And you guys, are you guys locking McCaffrey in every game, or are you subbing him out to some spots? I mean, he's. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think you can fit this week both of them in Barkley and McCaffrey, but it's going to be either or. So if I want to save the salary, I'll pivot to to Barkley. But again, of my ten tournament lineups, I think McCaffrey will be in eight of them. So okay, and then Jalen Samuels is the obvious, you know, safe cash game play with all the injuries they got going on, right? Yep. Yep. So this is not the week just to do what we tried doing last week with, or you guys, I, I came off of a cook, um, but McCaffrey, Barkley, Samuels, you don't want to start your FanDuel lineup, something like that? I don't think you can. Um, I've been trying to do it. It's pretty tough, but I mean, if you hit three, you know, $5,000 wide receivers and the tight end, it's going to work, but your quarterback's, quarterback's going to be garbage. <laughs> Excuse me. It's pretty tough to do. Let me see here. I just want to. I just want to take a a quick look here. If I take a cheap, cheap defense, I lock in Jonu Smith with those three running backs. You got to average remaining. Um, I would say like I'm just doing the Panthers just for now. Three point three. Um, you got a remaining average of like six point five. Who's a cheap quarterback that you guys feel at all safe with? Who's the cheapest guy you can go down to? Is it Matt Ryan at seven point five? Daniel Jones, 7.4, Josh Allen, 7.5, or are you not in that range? Or can you do a Tannehill at 7.2? Uh, I, I think Tannehill's my favorite, cheapest one. Um, he's just going against KC, and if Mahomes pours it on them, he's going to have to throw. And, uh, this this KC de- defense is susceptible to the pass. So I'm, I like Tannehill a lot this week. Him, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold are my favorite cheap guys. Okay. So there's some options here. There's definitely a way to do it. Um, check out the articles. We have articles up from, you know, from Avi, from David Jones to, you know, a bunch of other great writers. Our cheat sheets are up. 
for for NFL. We have breakdowns on the guys that we really love on FanDuel and DraftKings, and we'll be updating them, you know, with some injury news that comes out today. We'll give a final, you know, cheat sheet later on tonight. Our projection models are up for NBA and NFL. Um, want to congratulate Avi on air. Um, he won $50,000 on Thursday. He won $40,000 on Wednesday. Pretty good week, you know, making $90,000 playing fantasy sports. Um, pretty impressive, dude. Really, you know, proud of you, man. Um, he's been doing that in NBA. And our NBA game is really strong. We have a bunch of professionals who are playing every day, grinding out NBA every day. And I love NBA. We've been having a good run so far. So make sure you check it out. Um, check out all, all our cheat sheets, projection models, and NBA as well. Um, our premium Slack channel, I don't know if you guys see our Twitter feed, um, the stuff that we post, but a lot of our guys are winning right now. It's not just us touting. It's it's the facts. It's the truth. Um, we try to screenshot it. So check out our Twitter feed, windailydfs.com. Javi, where can they find you on Twitter? And David, you follow it up, and you tell them where they can find you. Yeah, I'm at, at Javi underscore Perlezzo. Uh Hit me up anytime, and I'm always on the premium Slack channel. As I said, I'm talking to people there more than I'm talking to my fiance. So, Dave, where can they find you? I'm at uh, Tenacious D Jones on Twitter, also in the Slack all the time. All the time. And who's your favorite person to talk to in Slack, David? Man, y'all better not come at me <laughs> with some garbage about how you don't know how to build lineups. I'm not a morning person. You can tell it's morning. <laughs> So, yeah, just keep it after lunch. I'll, I'll be nicer. Yeah, so we listen, man. We have a couple hundred people in our, in our private Slack channel, and there's some good questions. There's some bad questions. And the questions that we don't like are the lazy questions. You know, if you come at us and you ask us, hey, you know, I'm new to DFS. We have a bunch of new players, and we take care of them, man. And there's guys, you know, the guys, girls that we take care of and answer questions. But, you know, and we give out you know, our lineup builds and their core plays and obvious sexy plays and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, it's funny to us when guys tell us, hey, I'm out with my girlfriend right now. I had no chance to look at the slate. Um, I like this guy, but can you pick the other seven for me? It's like, dude, we want you to put some work in and and really try. And we're here to help. But, you know, try your best to, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in our private Slack channel. Um, both these guys will be on Sirius Satellite Radio with me today at 11 o'clock, Sirius Channel 87, XM 210. So be on a lookout for that. Hit us up with any questions on Twitter, um, Win Daily DFS, and keep supporting the brand. Check out the website, windailysports.com. Our free membership gets you a lot of action, and our, our gold membership gets you direct access to all of us. So have a great day in, in NBA on Saturday night. Watch some college football or sports bettors. You know, have plays up for college football if you like to bet. Um, and then at the end of the day, we're going to be crushing NFL. We have a live stream tomorrow um, with, with David Jones and uh, Nick. And they'll be doing that, I think, at what time are you guys doing it? 10, 11 o'clock? 10, uh, I think it's 10 p.m. Eastern, pretty sure. 10 p.m. Eastern. I think it's a.m., but possibly oh, yeah. p.m. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, they'll be answering questions on our YouTube channel, Wind Daily Sports. They'll be on the homepage of Wind Daily as well. But we're out of here now. We're going to spend some time with our family and uh, build some NBA lineups later on. So check us out. I'm glad to have you, and we are out of here.